Welcome. Y saludos, amigos. A nuestra presentación, Revenge of the Pod, a pop culture pod primarily focused on film and television. I'm your host, Luigi, and this is my co-host, Jason. Jason, say what's up, Doc. What's up, everybody? Glad to have you back for uh, a really special episode. We're celebrating, uh, I-, I guess, our year anniversary of, of, of podcasting. And uh, just so we, we, we thought we could uh, do a mailbag episode for you guys. So we're re- really excited for this episode today, guys. Yeah, Jason, let's get into it so we can get some of those mailbag questions. We, before, I guess let me let me preface this. We appreciate all the support you guys have given us, and I'm excited to answer some of these questions. But Jason, oh, yeah. what you've been up to, man? Oh, uh, not much, man. Just you know, uh, we we celebrated some birthdays uh, this past week. Uh, you and I, uh, obviously for spring break and stuff. Uh, went to a spring training game, which was cool. Did some brunch. That was awesome. Obviously, it was the start of the NCAA tournament uh, this past week as well. And uh, I just wanted to highlight this. I know we talked about it a lot last year. Um, Texas, I know you're not a Texas fan, my friend, but uh, they made it to the Sweet 16 this year. So the final – oh, potentially to make it to the Sweet 16. No, they did make it to the Sweet 16. I'm so sorry. Uh, The first time in 15 years since KD was on the team for Texas. How long has KD been playing in the NBA, bro? For quite a while, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the last time Texas made it to the Sweet 16. So uh, I was very excited for that. It was a great weekend. Uh, shout out to everyone that um, was able to celebrate my birthday. And a huge shout out uh, to Jamie for just making it a very special day, man. And uh, just celebrated, watched some shows, caught up on some stuff. And uh, it was great, man. What about you? I know you had a very special week off for since you were on spring break, right? That is correct. Now, uh, before I continue... Just so you know, I am a Texas fan. I'm just not a Texas fan like you guys. You know, I don't, I casually watch college ball, so I go for oh, Texas sweet. though. Like I even say, "Fuck OU." Sorry, OU fans. Oh, I'm a Texas you say fan. Hook them. Yeah. You throw up yeah. the horns. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. okay <laughs> or, yeah. I, there's a couple more really, buddies. It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know, I, I was caught in the middle of uh, an ASU sucks chant on the way out of ACL one time and. We joined. I was like, yeah, fuck ASU. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, not ASU. <laughs> OSU, OSU, ASU fans. Yeah, yeah, OSU. Sorry, not y'all, not y'all. <laughs> Talking about you're thinking OSU. About, yeah, you're thinking about ASU because of Cole, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. was on my mind. My bad, guys. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, I am a fan. And I knew Kevin Durant was on the team at one point, that as well. Um, yeah, man, that's crazy. I'm happy for him. Here's my thing. I guess I'm not like a full Texas fan because I'll go for any Texas team, any Texas team. If it's like right. A&M Kingston, I'm going for them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're from fucking Texas. You know Represent, right? Yeah. 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 That. So, Texas pride. I get it. Uh, yeah. But anyway, for me, dude, spent a bunch of time cleaning, like deep uh, spring cleaning type of stuff. Then had family over. I smoked a brisket. It did some things, you know what I'm saying? Um, shout out to my boy Cole, who always makes me rise to the challenge. I made a great brisket. What did he say about it? He said it was better than his. <laughs> Ooh, that, there you go, yeah. listeners. He said it was better than his. There here's, you go. Here's my thing. I always feel like Cole's respected my uh, my cooking skills, though. 
we've we've always wanted to do like a a food business. We've just never had the time. Well, I've never had the time to actually like yeah, like just drop everything and turn into a food truck. Yeah. It could be. I mean, that could be the next step. I'm I'm looking for a side hustle anyway. Anyway, hey, you never know. Yeah, uh, went to the movies, had a lot of just like bonding and like uh, moments of clarity. And it was like a, a time period where I just got a lot of clarity on things. So that was nice. Got to go out, have a lot of drinks. I got Jason. I got drunk for the first time in a long time. Hey, I, I feel like uh, when you say you got those moments of clarity and uh, you say you got drunk, I feel like that's why I got those text messages, huh? Uh, over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, there's a lot going on. It was just, you know, a reminder of important things in your life. You know what I mean? Yeah, You're overall, like, a to... fucking great weekend, self-reflecting, yeah. like in a good way, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes when life just starts bearing down on you, you need those moments. It was like that. So it was nice. It was very nice. Uh, everyone everyone who was here and everyone who came from out of town like really made it a special one so thank you to everybody for that but enough about it uh let's get into some trailers so we're we're skipping we're skipping a bunch of the snacks today my friend we're going into those trailers because we want to get you guys some information real quick first off jason did you know there was a god uh gears of war game uh, game. Well, yes. Did you know there was a game, Jason? <laughs> Dude, what? Gears of War game? Yeah. You mean on, on Xbox 360 yeah. when it first released? Yeah, yeah I, yes. I heard about it. I heard about it. So the heard game is being turned into a show on Netflix. That was what I was going to ask. I apologize for that. <laughs> it just didn't come I, out. <laughs> I did not know that, buddy. Well, I, I heard about it today, but yo... That's dope. I'm excited for that. Yeah, we got some good sources getting us this information, guys. I just want to say that. I was impressed. It's like, oh, wow. That's some good information there. I, um, I will say this, though, because immediately, as soon as I heard that they were doing a <clears throat> Gears of War uh, show, I was like, it better be gory. It, it just has to be. It has to be like Mortal Kombat. The remake uh, of Mortal Kombat. Are, I'm glad you, said right. you liked it because I was like, it is a good show, right? Or a good movie, movie. right? Like it's, it was a it's, great movie. Don't get me wrong. Do I think it deserves an Oscar? No. Is it cheesy? <laughs> yes. But you know what? It is everything you would have wanted from a Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, but we're talking hey. about Gears of War, Jason. So listen. <laughs> <laughs> this this uh I don't know if it's a movie or a show. Do you know if it's a movie or a show? I think it's going to be a movie or a show. Movie, yes. Yeah. And it's got the writer from Dune and the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange writer. On, I mean, those are two great movies. I'm very interested now. I'm like, the, if the writing is good, maybe even if Netflix doesn't have the best CGI, they'll have passable CGI and then good writing. This could, this could be an interesting movie. I, no, I agree. I think, um, especially Netflix, they like to throw a bunch of money at like certain things that may not be good, but it may in the long run with all the money and production value, mm -hmm. it could turn out really well. And hopefully, hopefully after The Last of Us being such a a hit 
that they're willing to put in money and focus on a good quality game, video game that we all know and love that they can make amazing. Obviously, The Last of Us had probably one of the best storylines in video game history, but I think uh, Gears of War has a pretty decent storyline too that you can make pretty amazing too. You just got to focus think, on that main character. You know what it is? I think it, it could make for a pretty good action movie. It would still be very much an action movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, they would yeah, have yeah. to do, they would probably add comedy if I had to guess, right? Uh, but I think it would be a very strong action movie that that's like has a lot of sci-fi elements to it a lot of dystopic elements to it it could be it could be something that i would definitely be interested in seeing man i think that the fight the fight for humanity to take back the earth is always a cool a cool storyline yeah i agree i mean you, i don't think you can go wrong with that well you can um just really depends on uh, who's writing it and uh how much money you pump into it, it really does yeah uh, next bit of news, Star Wars Skeleton Crew looks like it has writer-directors. Directors from everything, everywhere, all at once, right? The Daniels, yeah, the Daniels. Yeah. Looks like they might be directing and writing, not quite sure, but they're attached to Star Wars Skeleton Crew. Jason, you're the resident Star Wars expert. Well, what, I remember uh, we, we talked about this on the last episode. Oh my god! Listen, yeah, man, we talk about a lot. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> Remind uh, me real quick. No, you're the one that brought it up. That is going to be a, a kind of an action comedy series type of thing. Um, so that's all I know about it from what you told me. And uh, yeah, dude. I, I mean, coming off the high from the Oscars, from the writers, directors there. Uh, good call on uh, Star Wars there. You know what I mean. Yeah, I hope they let them do, I mean, obviously they're not going to do an everything, everywhere, all at once type of movie because, you know, butt plugs. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. But I, I hope they let them do a lot. I hope they let them do their thing. You know what I mean? I, I think they will only because of the series that they released um, earlier on Visions where they did those little shorts and they had different animations and different stories that didn't actually have to tie in with the Skywalker saga. So I think they can, I think they can do fairly well. Okay. Well, I'm excited to hear to see that then. I can't believe I was the one that talked about it and forgot. Sorry guys. Listen, <laughs> talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about a lot of stuff. Um, Dude, I'm, I'm the same. Like, I was like, wait, I don't remember talking about that. I was like, Oh, we did. We definitely did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we do that a lot. Uh, Jason, you had one. I don't know if I'm actually excited for this, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm honestly not, but I, it was news, so I just felt like I should bring it up. Good Burger 2 is coming to Paramount+. Plus. I like how you had to pause. Like, I really have to say this, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, you saw the first one as a kid, right? Yes, and I love the first one, but have you seen it again? Oh, yeah, it's not a watchable movie. It's not uh, a watchable movie. It's only watchable to me because it's nostalgic. Oh, that wasn't even enough for me, Doug. I was like, really? this is okay. too much. This is too much. I don't know. Uh, I, I, and they're bringing back a lot of the characters, obviously, minus uh, Dan Schneider. Thank God. Uh, hopefully. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's in the works, but it's going straight to a streaming service. But a lot of movies are going straight to streaming services. I think that's the only so way this we'll movie's made. Yeah, it's good. that it has to go straight to the streaming service. Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna think watch they it. Would gamble on that at the theater. Yeah, you know, I, I, I'm gonna watch it. You tell me how it is. You're gonna watch it. No, you're gonna. Uh, watch it. I know you are. I don't. If I don't have to, if I don't have to, I don't think I will, man. Show Katya the first one, and then she's gonna want to watch it. No, that's exactly why I haven't shown her the first one <laughs> because I tried watching it with her, and I was like, nope. No, I can't sit through this. No, man. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it as a kid. I walked like three miles as, <laughs> with my cousin as like a what six, seven-year-old, whenever that movie came out, to go see that movie. And afterward, Jesus, I was like, miles. this probably wasn't worth it. But my cousin was so nice. So I, I you know, <laughs> I tried I to. I made, I made my best to go watch a movie. Damn. Well, we just didn't have a ride, and you know, it was yeah, the 90s, I man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> yeah. actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, we'll walk anywhere. We'll go to the mall afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> let's get into enough. our feature presentation, Jason. Um, mailbag. Mailbag episode, guys. Mailbag episode. We had a lot of good questions, so we're we're not gonna. We're gonna we're gonna try not to dwell too much on a single one. Um, uh, I do want to say before we get started, uh, thank you to everyone that sent us either a DM, a text message, whatever that may have been. We appreciate it. Uh, these were some fun questions that we really liked. Uh, there was still a lot more that we decided not to do because I think it would run the episode a little bit longer. But hey, maybe our next mailbag question, maybe on the hundredth episode, right? Maybe, or we could possibly do one near the holidays too. We'll see. Hey, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, love the questions. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Jason, the first question that we've got here on the docket is a pretty tough one submitted by a frequent listener uh, Tarantino Scorsese. Fincher and Nolan. All amazing directors, all very accomplished, and just changed the game in terms of cinema. I would say changed the game. Some great directors. Trying to talk like a (laughs) sportscaster now. (laughs) (laughs) You have to get rid of one of them and their entire catalog. You can never watch those movies again. They can never be talked about in the the ages of cinema. They never existed. They never existed. Who do you pick to take out? <sighs> Honestly, man, it was... I was thinking between two, two of the directors. Mm-hmm. And... I, lo- I love Tarantino too much because some of my favorite movies of all time are Tarantino films. So that's out of the question. That's out yeah, of the question. Yeah, man. Like, like, that was, that I was could just easy. rattle off uh, like four or five of them that I'm like, no, I have to. He's yeah, like, stay. <laughs> yeah, like four or five of, four or five of these films are in my top ten of all time. So, no. Easy. Easy stay. Same thing with Nolan, man. I can't. I can't. I can't take him away. This is where you and I differ. 
It was between Scorsese and Fincher for me. What? I'm going to have to go with oh. Fincher. Wow. Hold on. Yeah. I, I thought, wow. Yeah. You're in, you're crazy. Fincher is you gone put, for me. You put, no, no, no. I get the Fincher thing. Because Fincher was my, my, I'll already say what mine is. My bottom one was Nolan. I, and I, I know why. I, you don't like any, you don't like Tenet. You don't. You think uh, Interstellar is overrated? I get it, bro. But like all his, all of Nolan's films for me are hit after hit after hit. Me personally, The Prestige. You got Memento, one also one of my favorite movies. Of Great time. movies. Great movies. Yeah, yeah listen, The Dark listen. Knight, the the Batman trilogy, the best fucking super superhero. The best superhero fucking... movie. No, I know exactly. I can't get rid choice. of that. Yeah, it wasn't an easy choice. It was between him and Fincher. You tell me. But... Yeah, you tell me. I have to get rid of the best fucking Joker ever. I'm not doing that. well. Maybe not the best Joker, one of the best Jokers ever, because you can't uh, deny what uh, our animated Joker did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I get you, but a world without Fight Club or Seven is just that doesn't make sense to me, man. Doesn't make sense to me. Not only uh, Gone Girl is fucking amazing. I, I I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. The grit. And then the performances that he gets out of these actors, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo to this day is, has one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen in cinema, man. You know, yeah. Alien? Uh, Alien, Alien 3, right? He did Alien uh, 3. Yeah. I, can't I have not seen that one. I have not. He doesn't really talk about that one. I heard. <laughs> I he did Return of the Jedi. We'll oh, forget about so. that. He didn't direct it, but he helped. <clears throat> he was part of it. Yeah, I mean, Curious Case of Benjamin network? Button, Social Network, Zodiac. I haven't seen it myself, but apparently the game is an amazing film. So I'm going to have to get on that one. I haven't seen that one either. Uh, Panic Room was actually pretty good. That was a good movie. That was a good movie. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Like, don't get me wrong. Listen, the Nolan films that I love are the entire tri- the entire Dark Knight series, right? Did, did, did we Begins, see the, the Dark Knight and case Rises. Of- Yes, Benjamin we talked Bennett? about Benjamin Button. Oh, yeah. uh, so those three movies, I like Interstellar. Would I put it above a lot of those Fincher films? No. Memento, that's another great one. Yeah, you're right. I didn't care much for Tenet. Dunkirk was the one I thought was overrated. The Prestige, though, that's an amazing film. Uh, that's, that is yeah, man, a crop type of movie. My thing is, Fincher's got more of them. That's, that's it. Oh, we forgot about Insomnia, bro. One of uh, yeah. Robin Williams' best performances, I would say. Yeah, yeah, well, I, yep. That's that's no, that's a Nolan film, though. It is a Nolan film, and in fact, is it? It is in very much a like Fincher style of a movie. It's a very dark <sighs> film, but it's it's not because of you know Alaska. Don't get me helped, wrong; uh... it's not an easy it's not an easy choice. But yeah, I I think Fincher slightly edges Nolan for me. But the ones I thought, the why this is why I'm shocked. You put, you put, Nolan above Scorsese. Yeah, Scorsese uh, was my number two, and really only because I love Tarantino that much. But Scorsese's <laughs> got like, I know you got Goodfellas, you got The Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed, Casino, fucking Shutter uh, Island, Taxi Driver, Gangs of New Gangs York. Gangs of New York, yep. Hugo, Raging Bull, Aviator, Mean Streets, Cape Fear, bro. Nah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Nah, I can't. 
It's just the know. list goes on and on with this guy. It, it, it teeter it, it teeters for me between Nolan and Scorsese. But I think once Oppenheimer comes out, then I'll have a better answer for you. He'll be like, I know who it is. It's Nolan. <laughs> Oppenheimer's the greatest film I've ever seen in uh, my entire life. I thought ten it was before this, but I know, I know now it is definitely Oppenheimer. Nolan is the greatest filmmaker ever. <laughs> That's a terrible accent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways uh next question um why have we not done a transformers segment segment yet that's an interesting question right yeah so uh listener uh is is an avid listener this is marcos shout out to you the question is because i i personally know that this this man is a huge transformers expert so i think i think that's to be taken into account but what i will say is there hasn't been a lot of transformers news lately bumblebee came out a couple years ago they've which got was, uh, uh, which we don't talk about i think they hey i like that movie man no really? I, uh, yeah i thought it was the only With Haley's, good Haley's Stanfield, right yeah i thought it was the only good transformers movie sorry listeners oh you thought, thought it was, it was the only yeah okay. Okay. that was the only one the rest of them i was like I mean, action is fun and all, but these movies are terrible. So that's why I'm like, it was good. I'm sorry. Oh, what? you have bad taste in movies, man. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I just no, like Shia LaBeouf. You know what? Okay, fair. I like Shia LaBeouf. If that's the reason, I'll take it. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the next one, Beast Wars. We've talked about it on the pod a bit. So I definitely want to see how that one goes. But just hasn't been a lot of Transformers information that's been big in pop culture lately. So we're going to get to you when the new Transformers uh, Beast Wars comes out. Because I know I'm going to watch it. I think Anthony Ramos is a great actor. I loved In the Heights. I loved the Beast Wars cartoons as a kid. So I'm definitely excited to see that. Uh, But you'll hear a little bit about Transformers from us very soon. How about that? We'll definitely talk about it, and uh, I want the person that asked this question, um, totally random, but when you said, why don't we have enough Transformers content, and I was, for some reason, I was thinking about my favorite toy growing up as a kid for uh, Transformers. My favorite toy was Cheetor. Uh, It was from the early 2000s from Hasbro. This thing was like a big-ass fucking cheetah that you can transform into be like a actual like transformer you know mm-hmm. that was by far my my favorite toy that's all i wanted for christmas one year i remember and i remember just bitching and crying about it sorry parents i'm sorry but like i just <laughs> wanted that toy uh and it, it was big dude it was like the size of like of a laptop maybe even a little bit bigger god um, dang which, which, which you could transform and that's all i want is like i don't want anything else I don't give me any other toys i don't want a bunch of presents i just want that uh they were able to give it to me but it was Honestly, one of the best Transformer toys I ever had because it literally turned it from a cheetah to a, just a Transformer type of thing. Uh, it was dope. If you remember that, listener, uh, look it up. Early 2000s, Cheetor Toy Hasbro. Look it up. I'm sure a okay. lot of listeners don't know what I'm talking about. Doesn't matter. <laughs> we've got the question and we've got the answer for it. That's dope. So let us know, listener. Let us know. Um, okay, next one was... 
from avid listener uh, Gabby. Only one show and one movie that you can watch for the rest of your life. In all caps, no honorable mention. That was tough, dude. Yeah, so we can't say no honorable mentions. So once you say it, you can't say it. It's like, I was thinking about this. No. Yeah, yeah, that's right? that's tough. Yeah. Oh man. All right, I think I think I'm I think I'm good. I'm good. All right. So show. I would have to say Arrested Development would be the show. Really? Yeah. That show makes me laugh so damn much with how ridiculous all of those people are. Interesting. Uh, every time I watch it, even if I've seen the episode, I still laugh. And that's a rarity because, you know, comedy, if you've seen a joke a few times, it, it's not going to make you laugh every time. And with this show, it almost always does. So, so I, for I would the rest definitely... of your life. Okay. So for the rest of your life, you can, that's all you can watch. Yep. Interesting. Okay. And what about you, Jason? Uh, show for me, because of the movie that I'm picking, I'm going to go with Recess. Um, <laughs> it's a cartoon, right? I could watch that all the time. I still watch that all the time to help me fall asleep. And that's why I would pick it. Because if I'm if I can only watch one thing, I'm putting that on to help me fall asleep. You know, it's funny. I cannot sleep with the TV on. You know, you can't. No. I can it's hard both. enough with lights on. I have trouble with light. I really have to be like in darkness. Otherwise, I'm just like staring at something. Oh, yeah. Oh, easy, bro. Easy, easy solution. Get a night mask, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but okay. So my movie... I chose it because it has comedy, it has drama, it has a shock, um, it has twists and turns, and it has, strangely enough, it has uh, family weird ones, but it has family values. Like, you see the closeness of a family. In fact, more than one family. And okay. what it means to be family which is why I picked this movie. Now, <laughs> when I say that, this is not like a happy movie at all. Parasite would probably be the movie. Like if I had to watch a movie, one movie for the rest of my life, the, the entertainment value, the journey you take in that movie, from starting off thinking that you're watching a comedy to ending realizing you're watching like a crazy-ass movie is one of the best experiences I've had watching a movie. Like it, it's, it is a fun movie to watch. Definitely is. Okay. I've never seen that movie, so I can't judge you on that. Fair enough. But what I'm going to tell you why I love, why I picked this movie and why I think, I think I got a good one is Pulp Fiction. One is my favorite movie of all time. Two is you can watch any scene at any time and it has nothing to do with the storyline. So it would be perfect if that's the only movie I can watch. Because I can jump in and just watch one scene and be like, oh, I got to go do something. But it was just enough for me to go see what it is. You know what I mean? Like It was like, oh, yeah. I like that scene. That was a good scene. I'm going to leave. I'm going to go do what I got to do. Or I can sit down and watch the whole thing if I wanted to. So I think that's why I'm picking Pulp Fiction. Because, again, it's one of my favorite movies. I can either watch the whole thing or I can watch a scene little by little every time and I have to watch that for the rest of my life I don't think I would get tired of it 
Interesting. That's fair. That's fair. I like that. Um, I, I can't hate you on that one. That would definitely be one of my choices as well. So that's definitely a fantastic choice. I think Pulp Fiction is one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh, thanks, man. And I have to watch Parasite. I promised to you I was going to watch it, so I need to watch it. So I'll yeah. let you know if it's a good pick later on down the road. You're probably going to be overhyped for it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Luigi said it was really good. This movie sucks. I'm I not overhyped. No, I won't do that. I won't do that, I promise. <laughs> all right well hope you enjoyed our answer definitely did not put any honorable mentions okay we didn't although i really want to talk about some but we promise we wouldn't so we won't <laughs> fair enough now next question was how did we first meet jason slash and... become friends right yeah yeah and this is a question by my Loved one, Jamie, shout out. This was a good question because I knew you for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, we yeah. knew about each other in high school. Middle school. You went to MacArthur, yeah. right? Yeah. I didn't know you knew about me. I didn't know about yeah. anybody in middle school. <laughs> yeah. I, I knew who you and Cole were and stuff like that, but we didn't really become friends until after high school. Yeah. And it was when we were partying at the dorms. Correct, right? correct. And we had mutual friends, and we just kind of hit it off. And you invited of, us to your house once for, for one like of your, your parties. Party. Yeah. Had the time of my life. Had the time <laughs> of my life. Your dad was dope. Your mom was dope. Um, I don't think anyone Manula else was, was there. on deck. Yeah. Manula was on deck. Everybody was chill and nice and just wanted to have a good time. I was like, where... Did I just find my people? <laughs> I was like, this is this is perfect. That's how so, I felt. I was like, why why wasn't I friends with uh, you guys earlier? Like, we just didn't just know each other. Yeah. The opportunity never presented itself. Like, we didn't run really in the same circles, and so com it was really really dope. Competitive in beer pong too. So I think that's why we liked oh, each other. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in our group, you guys don't understand how much we used to love that game. Like we would. We got to a point where we were just getting together just because we wanted to play. <laughs> I'm putting some money on it. Uh, putting money <laughs> on it if you could, right? And there were some there were some good wins. I feel like everybody who was truly good at that game did get a did get a tournament win, and we would have tournaments like it was yeah, like I think, that. I think I won once, and uh, I remember my dad winning once, but I can't remember who it was with. And I was kind of just, <laughs> I was a little disappointed. I was like, God damn, Dad, I was playing, <laughs> put money on all this, and you win your first time you played because we needed an extra person. I see you. <laughs> I think I've only won once at your house, right? I think so too. It was I got to the finals. You. I was, I got, I got to the finals three times, but I lost. <laughs> I think it was I a good amount of money up. back in the day too for us. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's how we ended up. Uh, meeting and then we used to we used to do remember when we used to do insanity together it was around that oh, time like we started yeah. hanging out we'd go to the your house and work out came out yeah, i would yeah. go to your mom's house too um, that's right that's right oh, yeah we man. would uh we do a lot of stuff together after that lots of movies i remember that too yeah man it, it was good times back then it's still good times now but 
yeah that, those were good times when we all when we all started hanging out more i really i really appreciate you guys definitely man then we've been uh best buds ever since uh, we decided to make a bot together so inseparable right. inseparable inseparable all right, this next question, right. I'm excited. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to go. So the first movie you ever remember seeing in theaters? You want me to say it first? Yeah, yeah. What was the first movie, dude? And Very you, first movie. And I'm dead serious when I say this. I am shocked that I remember seeing it. I am shocked that I remember seeing this movie. But I remember it all so vividly because of how much I love this movie. It, it may have given me my love for movies. Jurassic Park, dude. Came out in 93. I was three years old. It was Jurassic Park. I loved that movie. I still love that movie. Bro, that is crazy. 93. Yeah. And you, what, you were born in what? 90? And you 90, remember yeah, seeing that old. movie? Yeah. After that, it probably would have been like maybe Batman Forever or Lion King. But no, I know Jurassic Park is the first movie I, I remember watching. That's crazy, bro. Three years old watching that movie. Uh, for me, <laughs> um, it was Tarzan, the the Disney film. When did that movie with, come uh, out? Bill Collins, nineteen ninety nine. I was eight years old. I don't remember going to movie theaters because I honestly I just don't think we could afford going to movie theaters. Okay, okay. Uh, I remember going to the Dollar Theater, one of the Dollar Theaters in El Paso. It was the one that was next to the um, the one where they did a uh, quinceanera outfits. Do you remember? that dollar theater it was like on a was it the on one on Mont- was it the one in montwood on Montwood? yeah okay, yes okay, yes okay. that's the that's the one and uh i remember going into that seeing the film and loving it dude phil collins did an amazing job the music i wanna know can you show me you know phil collins just i mean do we do we it? he knows what's up uh yeah, yeah dude, I love and I love Tarzan to this day. Like it's that's another movie that I can put on and fall asleep to. It's it, for me, it's a lot of nostalgic shit that I have to put on when I can't sleep, have anxiety. I have to put that on, and it just takes me back to like a time where it was a lot simpler. Yeah, a lot simpler. Not saying that I don't love my life now, but it's just well, you got to kind of worry about it. Makes sense. I get you. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. But fuck Jurassic Park! I can't. That's crazy. Ninety three, and you remember that? That's fucking. Yeah, wild, man. Dude. Yeah, Unlike, I love that I re- movie too. <laughs> I remember the specific scene too, and it's funny because it is the scene where they first show dinosaurs. You remember where they're, when they're on the jeep and they're going? Yeah, up and then a the hill? water is like boom. And then you see boom. those uh, brachiosauruses. Yeah, the long necks. The, yeah, the way they they get out of the jeep and they're in utter shock. Like I remember being a kid. And having the same exact feeling like those are real dinosaurs. Those are dinosaurs. I think that's probably why I love dinosaurs so much as a kid, too. Bro, I legit thought dinosaurs were real, too. Like, like still walked among us. You know? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be intense. Um, but I, I definitely, yeah. I, I feel like I remember seeing a lot of movies as a kid, actually. Now that I look at it. Because, yeah, I, w- I was looking at movies. I was like, I remember seeing that at the movies. I remember seeing that at the movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I like I saw a lot of movies, but just not in theaters. Yeah. Oh, that too. That too. Now, going from first movie you remember seeing in a theater, because these were cuddly, happy memories. Our next question. 
what is your all-time least favorite movie jason worst movie you've ever seen and it's funny because we have a couple that are the same <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say so okay so i remember watching a lot of people love this movie and i still don't know why sorry guys but yeah no, i feel you i feel you i hated zoolander so much that me and my my nina we walked out like my godmother and my cousins we walked out it was not funny it jokes it just didn't land it it was it's was awful we walked out asked for our money back we got our money back yeah, also that was... and that's probably my number one the, the, the first one that i really thought about i'm also probably gonna have to go with captain marvel and uh, wow, we really just like that movie that much i thought yeah, it was just really kind of boring but i just didn't finish watching it and uh, uh, I totally, I didn't know about the scrolls because I didn't finish watching it because it was just so boring. Um, yeah, and it's weird because I, I personally don't blame Brie Larson. I think she, I don't think it's she her didn't either. Have a whole lot, yeah. Like the writing was kind of just bland. Terrible. Yep. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Anyway, um, that's a pretty bad one. But I, I find it hilarious that both you and I thought, wait, which version of Wicker Man? Like the super old one or the Nicholas Nicolas Cage? Cage? Nicholas Cage, Wicker Man. Terrible, Terrible dude. movie, dude. Dude, I remember oh watching that with God. Eric. Uh, Avid, uh, they've been on our show, Thomas and Eric. I'm pretty sure they would say that Wicker Man is also a terrible movie because I remember seeing with both of them and we're like, oh, Nicholas Cage can't be a bad movie, right? <laughs> That's we were wrong. That final scene, spoiler alert, that final scene where he's burning in the Wicker Man was like the worst shit i've ever seen i was like this <laughs> dude i don't even I, remember it i don't, it I don't even so want to remember it bad it was so <laughs> oh my god i remember thinking oh my god there really are terrible movies out there i was like i got so lucky i've seen so many good movies i feel like i haven't watched a bad movie well because i was picking them right until that movie um i had a few more Maybe not well, my absolute worst, but some well, of them come pretty close. B- before you go on, you also pick Zoolander and Wicker Man, right? I did pick Zoolander. Yeah, I really that movie's <laughs> stupid, man. It's, it's stupid. stupid. Oh yeah, okay. And I don't Fighting. understand because I I like stupid. I like Anchorman. I like uh, Step Brothers. You know, I there's similar comedy there, and I like Ben Stiller comedy too. But man, that movie. The only scene that made me laugh was when they were at the gas station. And they're throwing gasoline on each other, and then they explode. That was pretty funny. But other than that, I, I just, I it wasn't hitting for me. I couldn't even finish the movie. I was so, I was getting so annoyed with it. I thought I, I didn't finish watching it, so I can't tell you, dude. It was that bad for me. Well, same, same. Uh, another pretty bad one that I hope I never really have to watch again was Morbius. <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> Uh, Child's Play 3 that was the first Child's Play I saw so it ruined Chucky for me I always thought he was stupid after that and then there's this one movie that just grossed me out so much I watched it as a kid and I was like maybe it was because I was a kid and my cousin told me no it's a terrible movie (laughs) it's based on a book that's supposed to be really good but it's called Beloved it is about uh, a like mentally ill slave girl but the movie is just so distasteful and gross and like it doesn't leave you with anything like you leave the movie with a lacking a purpose you're like why did i watch this what was this this was terrible so that one definitely up there for me 
Uh, but if I had to pick, it might be Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Don't. That's crazy. They don't, don't do it. All right. <laughs> uh, what's the next question, Jason? All right. Um, so if you could see anything adapted from a book, video game, TV show, etc., what would it be and who would direct it? Ooh, I got you. Bioshock, directed by Denny Villeneuve. Ooh, yeah, that's a good game, right? Yeah, that's a good game. I think he could make either either Denny Villeneuve or <laughs> David Fincher, but he would need help with the sci-fi portion. Um, oh, definitely. Oh, you know who could do it too? Uh, yeah, did Alien Ridley Scott, right? I think he could do a decent Bioshock. I think he'd have oh, trouble yeah. with a little more of the the philosophical portions of it, but I think he could do the sci-fi. You, you can get yeah, you can get producers and all that stuff. It's just the person that's directing it, you know. So it doesn't have to be. Yeah. You can get any other writer you want. So all right, Denny Villeneuve. I'm I'm, I'm going to do Denny Villeneuve. Okay. Bioshock, based on the video game series of an underwater city that has no laws. Uh, run by scientists ish and people who push the boundaries of existence one would say Ooh, yeah yeah that sounds very interesting i'm gonna go with a game that i've been trying to get you to play which you haven't <laughs> here we go <laughs> and the, the sequel game is coming out this year in april i'm gonna go with jedi fallen order and i am gonna go with the to writers watch. I'm going to go with the writers and the directors of Alita, whoever did that. I am picking them to do, make this one. Okay, I like that. That's that's nice. The director was, um, gosh, what's his name? The Hispanic. Uh, not Guillermo del Toro. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, he won uh, Best Movie for Birdman. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Not for Alita. Alita Battle Angel? Yeah, right. I know no, DJ Abrams had a lot to do with it too, right? It's the guy that did Planet Terror. He also did From Dusk Till Dawn. Come on, man. Help me out here. Robert Rodriguez. There we go. Yeah, yeah. He and, did Alita. And then yeah, James Cameron was produ- James producing Cameron, on it because it was his baby, really. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. My bad, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for that, Luigi. <laughs> but I, I think uh I think it'd be great. Uh oh, that's another... a good mixture, yeah. I think you'd really like the storyline, uh, especially since you finally watched the Clone Wars cartoon series. If you played this game like through and through, and honestly, put it on easy if you just want to blow by it pretty quick. This, but don't skip the obviously the cutscenes because they're amazing, absolutely amazing. Have you started the Last of Us video game yet? No, no, no. But I will. I promise. Well, I mean, I promise I'll play Jedi Fallen Order. all right oh bet sounds good to me all right now jason they're bringing back one canceled tv show you love i like this mailbag question already the show is blank what are we filling that blank with jason i have two is that okay i have two I was just going to say one, but I kind of want to say two, so. Okay. 
I'm gonna go with freaks and geeks. And... Oh, you know what? That's a that's a good choice, man. Honestly, watching all of those guys young on the same show with like right? Jason Siegel, Seth Rogen. Yeah, the dark comedy. Awesome. James Franco's in. It was a I saw a few episodes as like a young 20-year-old, and I still thought, like, oh, this is a pretty solid show. This isn't bad. This looks like it wasn't aimed at me, but it is it's a cool show. Yeah, it just really shows a side of like a school with like obviously freaks and geeks like just kids who aren't natural like being friends but like they're still going through their own thing i don't know like it was it was a comedy but like it was more of a dark comedy which i really like and uh the second one for me would be mixology it was one season because and i get why it was only one season and it was a comedy pretty much based about one night at one bar but it went to every character and their perspective of that night of that bar. Um, oh, which makes cool for premise. hilarious. Yeah, it, it makes for a hilarious comedy, but also like, oh, whose side is actually real if they know what's actually going on? So it was, it was very fun. Again, pretty hard to make a season two out of it because it's based, it's based off the premise of one night. And at the end of the season, right, it, it's like closing time and they all get like, this happens at the end, right? But uh, it would have been kind of nice to see like just a season two out of it. I don't know how they would have done it. It would have been very creative. It would have had to been very creative for those writers. But I think they could they they could have done it because they had a good cast. Nice. I think I'll have to watch the first the first season now. Let let me know what about you? What show are they bringing back, my friend? So there were there were a couple shows that I was thinking about. One had a run of about three to four seasons, I think. And it just felt like they still had story they could tell. They just, they didn't have enough viewership. And I wanted more. Like, I wanted them to bring in more characters. I wanted the show to be able to evolve and become, gosh, something of a giant cast of characters the way game of thrones was Mm. and this show is called penny dreadful now this was a very gothic show it was based on gothic horror novels like there's a character of frankenstein uh, well dr frankenstein and his monster the wolfman uh there's a lot about demons dracula uh witches and it's not (laughs) it is not your typical teen show i'll tell you that it's very gothic uh, the writing is very complex and the stories blend together so well. Uh, Dorian Gray is in it from the picture of Dorian Gray, that storyline. Mm. And it just, it tells such a tragedy of a story with all of these characters and it's very compelling. It was a very compelling show. It was creepy. It was, it was sad but it was also uh, fulfilling to watch. So I would definitely have loved to seen another season of that show. They did a version of it that was like in LA in the 1920s. I have not seen that one, but I wanted a version that expands on the 1800s version uh, based on these older established uh, monster characters. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, what, where can I find that? Can I still watch that? 
So I think that's on Showtime. If you've got access to Showtime, I sure then do. yes, you do. Okay, yeah, it's on. It's on Showtime. I would recommend to watch, man. It's it can be a bit highbrow at times. Like the show ends with pretty much one character doing a monologue, but it's really a poem. Uh, and it, it so it it can be highbrow at times, but it's it's worth the watch. It's definitely worth the watch. City of Angels, huh? Penny. City of Angels was the third season. That was the LA ah, one in the nineteen twenties, okay. or the fourth season. Is it the third or fourth? Sorry, but I'm I, just I'm just looking it up right now. Looks interesting. Looks really dark, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the creepiest things I've seen on TV have been on that show. Of course, not super gory, but just real creepy. My other one would be Watchmen. I would love to see a second season of that show. Yes. That thing was a masterpiece of a show. <sighs> yeah, I love that. Uh, I, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one, too. Regina King, mm-hmm. she was amazing, bro, on that one. I would love to see her. I also love the movie, a, bro. The movie was cool. It had great visual effects. Zack Snyder knows how to make movies look pretty. Um, yeah, definitely would be cool to see a second a second season of that. Even if it doesn't have the same characters. Like, expand upon the universe if you want. But I want that style of story told with, like, heroes, heroes, really just vigilantes that are so tied to the real history of our of our world that uh, that's super compelling to me i thought it yeah, was just and like what they did to like help cause that uh-huh you know like the the cold war like they had an effect on it but like not behind the scenes kind of thing yeah i feel yeah, so i definitely would love to see that um next mailbag question i thought this was a great one for the gamers First video game console you ever got. And what was your favorite game on that console? Um, well, the very first game that I remember getting console was Nintendo. The very first one. What? Wow. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, my favorite game on that one was Super Mario 3. And it wasn't playing the game but it was doing the multiplayer with my sisters or whoever was playing with me at that time i clearly remember playing on the nintendo because i remember breaking it and i remember crying because i broke it because my parents like we can't get another one i'm sorry um luckily for me the super nintendo was just about to come out and my parents were able to get me that so uh yeah uh very vague memory but i remember having the nintendo as my first console what nice. about you <laughs> uh, for me it was the playstation 1997 man uh really yeah it came with crash bandicoot and oh crash bandicoot man i loved that game series so much i loved it the oh, first one the like second one the third out. one crash team racing i don't know if you remember crash bash it was like a Mario Party type of game. Amazing games. And you know what? Little no, little talked about thing. Naughty Dog developed the first Crash Bandicoot games, man. Naughty Dog, the same people that did Uncharted and Last of Us. Oh, started really? out doing crap. I mean, I feel like they everything they do is gold, man. 
So, yeah, just a quick shout out to Naughty Dog. But yeah, well, it was a PlayStation. I will say this: Crash Bandicoot was definitely ahead of its time based off of the gameplay and all the games that were coming out. Yeah. Like the graphics, are like technically during that time, we're like, "Whoa, these graphics are really good." Yeah, and there's a close second. I know you got a PlayStation as well. There was a game that came free with the PlayStation as well called Jet Moto. Do you remember this game, by chance? Dude, I okay. So I never had a PlayStation. What? Oh no, I had a PS2. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, never a PlayStation. Okay, so there was a uh, game that came free. My cousin with the PlayStation. Danny had a PlayStation, uh-huh. which I would go over and play. But yeah, no. Did you ever play Jet Moto? Do you remember? It was like a no. It, was, it looked like a motorcycle racing game, but it was on water. It was weird. It was like these sounds, water motor bikes. That or sounds something. vaguely familiar. If I'm being completely honest, but... I remember just playing that for hours with my cousin. <laughs> But we also played uh, Crash Bandicoot quite a bit. Uh, that's... Well, oh, go ahead. I was about to say, that's the OG game, though. Like That's the one that I, I, I still wanted to play as an adult. I was like, man, I miss that game. That was a fun game. <laughs> well, I mean, sp- speaking of video games, uh, our next question is, what are your top five favorite video games of all time? Oh, okay, okay, okay. You want yeah. me to start this one off? Yeah, I know you had some time to think about it. Because yeah, I know I, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for me, it uh, The Last of Us series, that's my number one game series. It's really great game, like game play mm-hmm. and great story. And then they keep remaking it. So the, the graphics just keep getting better and better. Um, obviously, it also inspired a show. So I'm, you know. Yeah, I get obviously. even more content out of it. <laughs> I get the show now. I get like how good this fucking it's based like they the storytelling in a video game is better than a lot of shows that we are seeing now. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So yes. I mean that uh, game it. is it is it's a masterpiece. I Another one that I think is very good and I think it could it could honestly use a bit of like in terms of writing, it could be as good as Last of Us, but more sci-fi. Bioshock. I just talked about it. That's the movie I want to see. That was one of my favorite games as well. I already gave the premise for it, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. But yeah, Bioshock would be one of my favorite games. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. I remember mm. playing this game mm-hmm. for hours and hours and hours. Honestly, it was so long ago that I don't remember a whole lot about the story but i remember loving that game i was like man this was probably the best money i've ever spent on a video game uh so definitely star wars knights of the old republic you and i are gonna have this one the same the halo series to this day i play it and i've been playing it since i was like 12 years old uh (laughs) say what you will about me i don't care (laughs) so yeah halo series and then last one, this is one I played a lot as a kid Ooh. and in my like early teens. I think it was a very underrated first person shooter, Medal of Honor. Yeah, that was, was such a fun game. That game was kind of competing with uh, Call of Duty at the time, wasn't it? Yeah, but then Call of Duty came out with their Modern Warfare version because before that, Call of Duty and Medal of Honor were both doing like historical games. So most mm-hmm. of their stuff was set in like World War II 
Medal of Honor was starting to delve into like the Korean War, and I um, remember yeah, Medal um, of Honor being the better game. It was back then, yeah. Until Modern Warfare came out, then all the money um, started going to. Uh, I would Call still of Duty. say Medal of Honor is better. Call of Duty hasn't been good in a while. I would agree. I had a I, I had mean. a blast playing that game. <laughs> I remember uh, the reason I liked Medal of Honor so much was because you really got to experiment with guns and it. The warfare, the way that it played, it was just a lot of fun, and you could play online against large groups of people. So it was it was a pretty cool it was a pretty cool game. Actually, no, that might have been Wolfenstein. But, I remember I remember Medal of Honor. I don't remember yeah. it being a good game. Yeah, uh, great what picks. About yours? Uh, oh, for me, I'm gonna go with Halo. Said enough about it. I just haven't been able to stop playing that since it first came out. I remember being introduced to it, and then I just since then I've been hooked. Uh, was the reason with, I bought an Xbox. Yeah, exactly, dude. You you can only play it on the Xbox, and now I'm an Xbox person. And uh, part of the reason why I won't go to a PlayStation because they don't have Halo. So, yeah, fair enough, Xbox, fair it is. Uh, FIFA. Just because I love playing, I love soccer. Uh, not to a point where like I like watch it avidly, but like I'm really good at FIFA, so I love playing it. Very competitive game. It's a sports game, so a lot of fun action. If I want to play someone and I play someone online, it's just very competitive. So I love that game. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order for me, just because I haven't played Knights of Old Republic. <clears throat> Definitely one of the better games I've ever played. Again, the storyline is amazing. It's not like The Last of Us, but I think you would really enjoy it. Like the more I hear you talk about Last of Us, I think the more that you would like Jedi Fallen Order, Luigi. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Super Smash Brothers on the N64. Oh, such a good game! (laughs) Such a good game. I just remember playing hours and hours by myself or with my cousins just such a great time fox was my guy and so was pikachu those were my guys ness too you couldn't see me with ness if i if i had ness it was over for you guys uh and then lastly i'm gonna go with a uh, super mario party just because it's it's just a fun time even now even to this day you can play super mario party it's like a board game and you play like little mini games that anyone can play so you can people play with, who like, are your... not video gamers will play that game Exactly. So I have to put that up there because even to this day, I like I'll gladly play with my nephew, my nieces, or even if it's a if it's a party for we're having like a little house party. It's like, hey, do you guys want to play Mario Party? Loser of this mini game has to take a shot. You know what I mean? You don't have to make it a drinking game, but you can. But it's just a nice way to it's a nice icebreaker for everybody. So I have to put that in there for sure. All right. I like that. We've got some good choices there. Definitely top five for me would be Last of Us, Bioshock. Knights of the Old Republic, Halo, Medal of Honor. For Jason, it is Halo, FIFA, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Super Smash Bros. N64 version, and a Super Mario Party series. Now, Jason, here's another one for you. What are your top five favorite movies? This one's tough, dude. (laughs) It changes, right? I feel like it changes for us, right? Oh, obviously, over time. Like right now, we both have one that fairly recent, but I think we both agree it's gotta, it's gotta be there. I have, I'm having trouble going from 
from six to five. So I have six on my list. <laughs> okay. So obviously I'm going to say Pulp Fiction because I'm answering the question of like, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, obviously Pulp Fiction's in there. And again, we answered a lot of questions of like, which of these directors, right? So Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan, Inglorious Bastards, Quentin Tarantino, everything everywhere all at once. And it's going to be between either Despicable Me or Django Unchained. Great choices, man. Honestly, I like pretty much every single one of those movies. Um, you know, we've talked at length about a lot of those movies. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> uh, my top five would be Gladiator. Great movie. Great Russell Crowe performance. Great Joaquin Phoenix performance. Fights are amazing. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Another great movie. Spielberg, Hanks, and probably the craziest opening sequence I've seen in a movie with the the... The Storming of the Beaches at Normandy. Yeah, yeah wild. Uh, Anchorman, my favorite nah. comedy. That movie makes me laugh every time I watch it. Uh, love that movie. Shrek, uh, probably my favorite kids movie. One of my favorite, if not my favorite. Maybe it one was... of the best animated films. Yeah, it's just a, it's a great movie. Uh, I would definitely not mind watching that. It was hard, though, because I thought about Aladdin as well. That was a tough pick. But anyway, uh, Parasite. I was only going to watch it it was if it was going to be the only one obviously it was going to be in my yeah, top you 5. Yeah, you got to put it in there. And then everything everywhere at once would be my number 6 cuz I'm like no I have to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, uh, fair enough. All right, what's our next mailbag question? Dude, all right, so we love music, right? Yeah. Uh, but what is the first show or concert you ever attended and what was the venue? So, you're I don't know if you're going to be surprised or not by this, but uh, I think I was seven years old. And the first concert I ever went to was Elvis Crespo, uh, a merengue singer that was very popular when we were kids and is played at every quinceañera now uh, at the El Paso County Coliseum. Yeah, my mom took me and we went and saw him and it was a great show. I don't think I know him. (laughs) What? How Pintame? Does, how does the song go? You gotta sing it for me now. Oh. Ah. Listen, All I right. like to sing, but it doesn't mean I'm a, I'm a <laughs> good singer. At the El Paso Coliseum. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. want to put you on the spot. Uh, for me, it was T.I. at the Don Haskins Centers, and it was in 08, 09, I can't remember. Um, but I went with... Uh, Special guests, uh, Jermaine and uh, Eric. Oh, and Thomas. And Paper Trails had just came out, and we were fucking... Oh, that's dope. That was a great and, concert to see. Oh, it was a good time. It was a good time. It was at Don Haskins Center. This is where the uh, UTEP Miners play. It was a good time, man. Um, he was my favorite artist at the time, so I, was, I lost my voice for sure. <laughs> Here, I got you. I got you on Elvis Crespo. Let me, let me see if it'll play. You you have to know this. Don't mind the YouTube. Uh, don't mind the YouTube. Uh, oh, commercial. we can always cut this. 
Oh, that's him. Yes, that was your first concert? That was my first concert, man. That was Wild. my first. Yeah, yeah. Wild. I, I love like, that would song. not have expected that. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, every time that song comes on, doesn't matter if it's a quince or if it's a wedding, if it comes on or at a bar, if that shit comes on and I'm around my sister, we're looking for each other and we're dancing that song. Just automatically. Oh, we're just dancing that's that dope. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so th there's a question that was made specifically for me. And I really love the question. So I had to put it. Shout out to my buddy Aurelio. Uh, he asked me, though, which in return, I'm going to ask you another question for you, Luigi. Mm -hmm. um, he asked me, would you trade the Broncos championships? the Denver Broncos, all the championships that I've got to witness for the Lakers to win a finals in the 2008 against the Celtics, which they lost. So what he's asking me is, would I would I be willing to give up all the Broncos NFL championships that I've ever seen that I got to witness? And I remember witnessing them when I was a kid. So I do remember them winning in 98, 99 with John Elway. And also Super Bowl 50 with Peyton Manning's last Super Bowl run, right? And he's asking me if I'm willing to give up that 08, if give up those championships for Kobe to win in 2008. And the question is absolutely, absolutely, no question. That's wild. Only reason is because if Kobe wins that one, then he wins that next one and he wins the other one. So that's three P. So he'll have two three-peats just like MJ did. And then you have that conversation of who's the best player. And LeBron's not even in the conversation. So, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. Absolutely. And to this day, Lakers, I, I love the Broncos. Don't get me wrong. But the Lakers are my by, by far my favorite team. So they're your Cowboys, like for me. Yeah, exactly. So my question would be is for you, right? Do you remember what seeing the Cowboys win a Super Bowl? Not really. I mean, I okay. remember everybody being happy. Okay. I remember them saying they won, but I wasn't watching the game. I was like five. So I think <laughs> the the best way to compare this question is all the Super Bowls that the Cowboys won, they're wiped out. But for you to see the Cowboys win this year. Would you give all those five Super Bowls away? Just so you can see them win this year. Oh, no. No, I don't think so. No. No, oh. no I think – I mean, I respect the history of the team. I think they did some amazing things back then. I'd rather, I'd rather wait instead of lose that history. You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like got a love one. for the organization. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. All right. Well, yeah, that was our answer, guys. Great question. Uh, now, also, hey, man, a movie's coming out, and it has to be played by us. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a movie about us. I'm sorry. It's a movie about yeah, us. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's our mailbag question. Yeah. Who would you want to play you in a movie? But I we can't answer for, for each myself. Other. Exactly. Yeah. So for you, I picked, I wanted to pick John Leguizamo. But I don't think he's a good enough actor. So instead, I am picking Pedro Pascal. 
way better actor. <laughs> uh, can do Zaddy? way more. Zeddy, that's right, that's right. Uh, um, you think I'm a Zeddy Amer- girl? America's that damn right, boy. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, he'd do a great job. Uh, for me, I'm gonna have to go with Oscar Isaac. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take uh, it. Playing you. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's just a great actor and he has a lot of range. And I think he can play the comedic side of you, a serious side of you. And, uh, you know, just I think you play a young you, you can play an older you. I think it'd be great. No I would definitely go see that movie. Pedro <laughs> Pascal, Oscar Isaac in Revenge of the Pod, the movie. Let's go. <laughs> oh, uh, speaking of characters that would play us. If you could pick a moment in your life to write a movie about you, what moment would that be? Um, I guess, I mean, my life's not super interesting, but I guess my college years with like a, a final, a final act in my like current life, that would probably Mm. be uh, like the only way I could think of making an interesting, like a, a compelling film about my life. I'm like, Oh, there's some good things to like put next to each other and see the, the follow through on uh, from that point in my life to now. Sounds like a comedic, but uh, drama towards the end. Possibly, possibly. I don't know about drama, but just, uh, I don't know. You would see, you would see a story play itself out at least. Hmm. Uh, What about you? Um, my, mine's a little specific. <laughs> so I think it's going to be the moment where Eric moved, shout out Eric, moved away from Arizona to San Diego. Uh, only because we went to go drop him off and we had quite the adventure that I don't want to get into, into our podcast. <laughs> um, but it was also kind of like the end of an era for me. Um, we had moved to Arizona together uh, when we were in our 20s and we lived together pretty much for the next 10 years and we went our separate ways because you know we got older and we were just like all right we need to do this for the better of ourselves and I think it would make for a really good comedic moment for that specific day but also like seeing like all the sentimental value of like us saying finally goodbye to each other oh that would be a very that'd be a very good movie yeah, yeah. this is a very good choice yeah yeah hollywood i'm here i got a story for you hollywood i like that all right jason this next question is great if you were a mixed martial artist mma your, yeah 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 what would your nickname be ufc right so yes sir i was thinking about like uh right it's bruce buffer is like fighting out of the red corner <laughs> five eight 200 pounds maybe 205 i don't know maybe a little bit less if i'm being completely honest i hope hopefully a little bit less <laughs> maybe zero wins zero losses jason oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. jason el vato loco escudero that'd be my name <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. What about you, bro? What about you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> mine would be the fighting. Re- yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go Out ahead, of the go. red corner. Uh, how tall are you? 
I am, let's just say six foot. <laughs> uh, standing at six foot, maybe 5'11", and uh, 210 pounds, 15 pounds, 20, 220 pounds. All right, let's just let, let's leave the weight alone. Right, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Fighting out of uh, San Antonio, Texas, the freaking Rican Orozco. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like the way the tongue sounds on that one. The freaking Rican. The freaking Puerto Rican. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I just loved this one. I thought we could <laughs> end our questions on this one. I thought it was hilarious. I want to call myself. I want us to have now. I want us now to have a radio show where we have all those annoying noises. <laughs> You're joining Luigi, the freaking Rican Orozco, and <laughs> El Vato Loco Escudero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh man but all right guys i hope you guys enjoyed the mailbag episode as much as we did i'm cracking up about it so that was that was great i really enjoyed that thanks for that jason uh you got any shout outs man um shout out to all the people that send in these mailbag questions you guys are the greatest uh again just shout out to uh jamie for making my birthday a special weekend and uh yeah dude shout out to you man for being the best fucking uh co-host same man shout out to you it's been a great year um uh, i'm happy that we've we've been able to do it for a full year uh a big shout out to my family that came to visit uh shout out to everybody who made my birthday feel special here in san antonio as well it's it's been nice it's been very nice uh and thank you all for supporting the pod uh, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at revenge underscore of the pod. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week for another episode of revenge of the pod. <laughs>